Welcome, everyone. If you can't do it, it's okay. Welcome, everyone, to the Ovei Torah. The film show today is yours. Daf Yudal will begin on Yud Gimel Amor Bet. Today's Daf is available. Contact Mr. Victor Sabag if you'd like to uh, sponsor it. Says we we we're we're asking a question on Rav Asi from the Bright. If you remember yesterday, we had a, two opinions: Rav Asi and Ziiri. And we're going to finish the bright over here. When did we say that a woman is believed according to Ban Gamliel to be a liezer? That's when she's testifying about herself. But but when the woman wants to allow her daughter, divi I call her Vlad Shtuki. Everyone agrees that the do, the the kid is going to be a Shtuki. Now, what this means, the Gemara is going to say soon. A Shtuki in general usually means that the kid can't, the kid is of questionable origin and he can't come out. So where, where, and, and, and there's a question who he can marry. But over here, we'll see what it means in the Gemara. Now, if you remember, in this Brita, we, we ended off yesterday that um, there was a back and forth between Rabban Gamliel and Rabbi Eliezer, who were lenient, and Rabbi Shua, who were strict. Uh, they were going back and forth, and they said that uh, when somebody, that they had witnesses, Yeshla Edim, this, the one girl we know for sure, she, she, she slept with somebody, the other girl we don't know for sure, and then they said, but they, then they answered back, what do you mean? Even the girl who's pregnant, she for sure slept with somebody else, so how'd she get pregnant? And they said back, no, most of Ovdeh Kochim are Prusim Bariot. Let's see what that means. So Mara says, My ka'amr lahu, what did they say to him? Meaning, what did Rebbeza and Rebbeza say to Rebbeza? My ka'amr what did he answer them back? Okay? So Mara says, Hachi ka'amr lahu. Hashivot alamu beret. You gave, they, they answered him like this. You answered us a good answer on the pregnant girl. Matashivenu alamu beret. They said, what are you going to answer us about the medu Yes, you mentioned it's true about the Uberet that she's pregnant, she for sure had relations. How are you going to answer us about the girl who's Midaberet? We don't know for sure. She's not compared to a Shivuya. A captive girl, we, she's captive by pirates. We know pirates are not exactly the most uh, um, you know, moral people. For sure they stuck with her. But when, when you talk about a girl who talks to somebody, she, according to what you're saying, how does it make sense? But Amalayim, he told them back, Midaberet Hainu Shivuya. Talking is the same as Shivuya, which means just, he says, no, there's no difference. Just like in Medebet, there's no witnesses that she had relations. So to Shivuya, there's no difference. There's no witnesses she had relations. And still you're not believed, and therefore I want to bring a proof from the Shivuya. The rabbi was bringing, Rabbi Shul was bringing a proof. He says, just like you admit that by a pirate girl, we, we, no matter what she says, we ignore what she says. We don't let her say that she didn't have relations. So to hear, Medebet is the same thing. There's no witnesses, but we don't believe her. There's a difference, because uh, you, you want to compare Medebet uh, talking, uh, a woman who's Medebet with somebody, and a woman who is captured by Goyim, it's not fair, because the girl who was talking to someone, she was talking to a Jew. Not necessarily did they sleep together. Here, this is a goy 
we, the rove of Goyim are not leaving this girl who they have in her possessions and not having relations with her. Amalahem, Hanami, Kevin, is star in a Petropos So he said back to them, listen, that's true if you walk, she's walking in the street, but once she's alone with the guy, we assume the same, right? And you can't promise that any, any guy who's alone with a lady didn't sleep with her. Okay. Ketani Miyatarti Sigmar wants to say, look, there's a question on Ravashi. Because the bottom line is we spoke about Midaberet, and that we don't know that she had relations, and Mi'uberet, where we know she has relations. And Ravasi had said, if you remember, there's Machlok Ravasi and Zi'iri, and Ravasi had said that Midaberet, right, Midaberet means that you had full relations. And here we know it's not true, because Midaberet seems to be different than Mi'uberet. Why do you have two different cases? Ravasi says, you're right. Tiyufta, Ravasi, Tiyufta. And we're pushing off of Asi, we're going to go with Zi'iri. So after this whole long Gemara, we're coming out between Rav Asi and Zi'iri. That we're going to go with Zi'iri, then it means, Midabed, it means she was only alone with him, and that she did, it's, it doesn't mean like Rav Asi that she for sure slept with him. Okay. So far, so clear? Yeah. Okay, good. Now, once we're on the topic of the Brighta that was brought to knock out Rav Asi, we're going to talk about the Brighta a little more. Mara says, why did Rabbi Yeshua say that you can compare Medaberet and Meuberet? He wants to compare these two cases and say, oh, look, if you, right, remember, in, in, in the Brighta, Rabbi Yeshua had said, hey, you were admit by a pirate case, why don't, what's the difference between that and this case? Now the Gemara is saying, why is he comparing those two cases? Why don't we just say that on the pirate ship, when the girl was captive, all the pirates who sleep with her make her pasul to marry a Kohen. And over here, most people that you meet that she happens to go alone into a room with do not make her pasul. How could you, they should answer him that, that the, the cases are not comparable because the type of people are different. This is good according to Bishu Levi because Bishu Levi says that the one who allows this woman who we're not sure, which is Rabban Gamliel, he allows even Rav Pesulim. And the very Posel, Posel I feel Rav Kishurim. So according to Bishu, it's Pasul even if most people are kosher. And according to Rabban Gamliel, it's kosher even if most people are Pasul. Even, even Though, even in the town where most people pasul, he'd still allow it. So you see from here that both rabbis are very extreme in their shita. The rabbi who allows, even if everyone's pasul, even if everyone's pasul, the rabbi who disallows, even if everyone's kasher. Amar Yochan, He says, according to Bamiel who allows her, you even allow her daughter. Diver posel, the one who says that she's pasul, posel bibita, you also posel the daughter. That's according to Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Al-Azhar Omer, he says, no. Even Rabbi Gilel only allows her and not her daughter. Okay, so there's a machloket over here, we was mentioned before, in machloket amoraim, whether this machloket Rabbi Gilel or Yeshua, where Rabbi Gilel is strict and Rabbi Yeshua is lenient, the Tanakhama says, lenient is lenient on both her and her daughter, and strict is strict on both her and her daughter. And Rabbi Eliezer says, no. The, the, the machshirba, the, even the one who is lenient, is strict on the daughter. Now, why should that be? 
Why would you be lenient on the mother and strict on the daughter? So Mara says, We mentioned this yesterday, that the girl has a cheskat kashut. We, we, she has a chazaka that, that she's kosher. Right? She started off being kosher. You want to take away that chazaka? Who said, what right do you have taken away? But the daughter was born into this, this situation, and therefore she has no cheskat kashut. That's why, according to Biel Azar, even the one, Rabbi Gamayel, will not allow it. Not allow the daughter at all. Okay. Now, we're going to go back and forth on, on the two rabbis. Again, Rabbi Yochanan says that Rabbi Gamayel allows the daughter, and Rabbi Yochanan says that Rabbi Gamayel does not allow the daughter. It says, one of these words said, when the woman is talking about herself. When the woman is talking about her daughter, everyone agrees the daughter is a shetuki. My love, let's assume, shetuki pasul. You see, it's a shetuki and she's pasul. So how could you tell me that the daughter is okay? Here, this bright is saying that it's only that, that everyone agrees the girls are shetuki. Shetuki is usually someone who's never not allowed. Rabbi Yochanan is going to give an interesting answer. He says, "Lo, shetuki v'kasher." It's a shetuki. The word shetuki literally means that be quiet, which means normally when the if you have a kid who asks his mom, "Hey, mom, who's my dad?" and the mother says, "Be quiet, be quiet." It means the kid can't marry a queen because we don't know who the guy is, obviously. So shituki usually means your pasul. But we're saying, no, this shituki over here doesn't mean shituki u pasul. It means shituki u kasher. Okay? So says the Gemara, that's not a question. Oh, hold on, we do that. What does it mean, shituki kasher? What does that mean? What does a shituki kasher? A shituki always means pasul. That means the... So it says the Gemara, in, yes. Like Shmuel, there's such a thing as true kids, because like Shmuel. The Amar Shmuel. omdim. Let's say you have ten kosher guys standing around in one place. And one of them, we don't know who, separated from the group in the middle of the night and had relations with a girl. And we don't know which one of these Kohanim was the one who did it. But we know that they're all kosher people. So it says the Gemara, Havla Chetuki, the kid's a Shtuki. Even though we know he's kosher, he's a Shtuki. Mar says, My Shtuki, what does that mean, Shtuki? If it means when he comes to, to collect his dead father's inheritance, we say, Be quiet. Pshita, of course he can't. We don't know who the father is. How could he ever claim any, he's not getting any inheritance because he doesn't know who the father is. Right? Maybe it means that we don't let him be a Kohen. Which means even though the all nine people who might have had relations with the mother are Kohanim, we don't let this guy do Kohanim or, or do Avodah and Betamidash. Why? By Pinchas in this week's parashat says that it'll be to him and his kids after the Brit Kuna, which means you can only be a Kohen if we only could do we only count you as a Kohen, someone who we know who your father is, but not someone who we don't know who your father is, even though we know he's for sure a Kohen. Right? So there's such a thing as a Shtuki, even though you're a good guy, and you're allowed to marry a Jewish girl, but you're a Shtuki as a Kohen. Here too, in our case, we don't know 
who the woman had, but she's believed to say she's kosher and she becomes a shtuki. Right? But only, only, so she's claiming the guy's a Kohen, he can't do the Avodah, but he can still marry a Jewish guy. And that's the type of shtuki we're talking about over here. That's how Rav Yochanan will get out of the question. He says, when, when that Breita, oh, that Breita, who says the kid's a shtuki? No, it doesn't mean the kid's pasul, like you're saying, Rebelazan. It means the kid can't do the Avodah, and that's it. Okay? That's how we got out of the question. So we still. What? He can marry a Kohen? The, the kid can marry a Kohen, the kids can marry a Kohen, no problem. Just he can't do Avodah, like we just explained, because in order to do Avodah, you have to know who your father is. Okay. That's how Rabbi Yochanan will get out of the problem. Okay? There's a Arus and Arusa who came out of Yosef, and the, 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 the girl who had Kiddushin was pregnant. He, Omer, she said, Mine, she said, I'm pregnant from my, from my Arus. He got me pregnant. Vehu Omer, and he says, hold on. Vehu Omer, and he says, in mina, yes, it was me. Right? So, Amar Yosef says, that we believe her. Lemay Nechusha, what are we worried about? Chada de Komode. First of all, he admits. Right? You can't hear me? Hello? Could you hear me now? Okay, so he says, what are we worried about? He says, He admits already, so that's one thing. Who says that if a woman says that she, the guy was kosher, we believe her, and therefore, either way, we're going to allow this case. That is according to Rav Yosef. Now, Abaya, Rav Yosef's student, doesn't like it. Abaya, Abaya told him, in this case, if the guy didn't agree, Rabbi Gamliel would, would allow. Right? Would he allow, like you said? Didn't he say, Shmuel of Yehuda, Shinna, you're so smart. Even though we hold like Rabbi Gamliel that she believed, do not allow the girl unless you have most people being kosher. Which means that you'll only allow a situation to, that you rely on the girl to identify the guy who she slept with when most of the people in the world are kosher. So since you're going with a rov, plus her word, that's okay. But if most of the people in the world are no good, you can't rely on her word. But over here, most of the people in the world are pasul. Because since she's an arusa, means she took kedushin from somebody. If she took kedushin from somebody, so everyone besides her husband is pasul to her. If they have relations with her, she'll become asur. And therefore, we Rabban Gamliel would never allow a case like this to, to listen to her because most of the people in the world are not kosher to her because she's engaged. Now, the fact that he admitted it makes it a little better. But don't say that Rabban, you have, oh, you have Rabban Gamliel, plus you have the fact that he admitted. I don't have Rabban Gamliel here. Because Rabban Gamliel only allows with Rov, with Rov Kesherim, and here you have Rov Pesulin. Are you with me? Yeah. But, but it looks like it was the, the, temp, the, the, the all ten people were in the room with Rabban uh, Listen, it doesn't make a difference over here, because she, she's Arusa already. 
she's engaged. She got kedushin from somebody. Once you have kedushin, everyone in the world is pasul to you, right? The, the case of the came was arus and arusa. The only person in the world she can sleep with doesn't make her pasul is darus. Right, right. Okay, so it's not rov kishirim, and Rabbi Yehuda wouldn't let. Don't make it like that. So the Gemara says, Ulutamech, Rev Yosef answers back, Ulutamech, according to your reason, Abaya, Tikshilehigufa, let's ask that same question on her herself. Halacha, Va'atlo Tavid Uvda. Right? If the Halacha is like Noel, why would he say you shouldn't follow that? Elamayit Lechlamema, Halachat Chila Hadiyavad. If the Halacha is like Noel, why would he say not to follow him? Unless there's a rov. Probably because one's lechatchila and one's b'diavad. This case is b'diavad too. You see that, in other words, when a rabbi says that's the halacha, but don't follow it, it means b'diavad. You could follow the halacha. We lechatchila don't follow it. Our case is not lechatchila. Our case is b'diavad because the girl hazita, she's already pregnant. What are we going to do with it? It's b'diavad already. B'diavad, we could follow Rabban Gamliel, and therefore it's fine. Okay. Okay, Rami Le'abai, is that clear, everyone? Yeah. Okay, Rami Le'abai Le'abba. Umi Amar Rabbi Yeshua, is it true that Rabbi Yeshua says that she's not believed? And we don't trust the lady about who she slept with? who will ask the question, It's true, the, the rabbi, Yeshua and Rabbi Yehuda ben Betera made a testimony about a a widow called Isa, right? Now, this widow called Isa, okay? Well, this woman is Safek Halal, right? She kishirah lekuna, even though she's kosher lekuna, even though that if she had bi'ila, The, 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 this woman, the, the story with her is that we're not sure she's safek if she's a halal. She's the widow of a kohen, and the kohen was safek halal. The case of safek halal is like this. If you have a, a guy divorce his wife, and we don't know if the divorce document was closer to him or to her. And if so, if, if it's closer to him, then she's not divorced. If she's closer to her, then she is divorced. Now that girl went and married a Kohen. So the kid comes out as Safik if his mother was a divorcee and he's a halal, or his mother was not a divorcee because he was closer to the father and she's not a halal. Right? Right. So now, her, his, this widow would become a halal. So then, then after she marries the, the kid of that marriage, the kid dies. Now she's a widow and Safik halal. And he testified that Rabbi Yeshua, the strict rabbi, says that she's kosher the kiwuna. Even though if she had relations with the halal, she's going to be asur to marry a kohen. Right? So how could you say Rabbi Yeshua says she's not believed? Here, Rabbi Yeshua is allowing it. Amalei, hashta. How could you compare the two things? Here now, you're going to compare these two things? Hatam over there, isha niset bodeket. Viniset. When a woman gets married, by, by this, uh, before she gets married, she checks 
to see if the guy was good, and then she married her. Rabbi Shua doesn't allow, there's a difference between a girl getting married and a girl who's sinning. When a girl gets married, she checks into what she's looking into. When a girl sins, she just sins from her Yetzirah, she doesn't think about what she's doing. And therefore, when a girl got married, she probably checked and saw that the, 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 the mother wasn't divorced, and therefore the kid's not a halal, and that's why she married him. But here, the woman was, was sinned with someone, she's telling you, oh, the guy was a good guy. You don't check when you sin, and therefore that's her, but she doesn't agree. You with us or no? Okay. Amar Rav says, uh, well, you only ask the question of Yeshua, Yeshua, not Rabbi Gamaliel. Fakhtani Sefer says in the Sefer of that woman of Isa, Amar Rabbi Gamaliel, Kibalu Edutchem, we accept your Edut, that we believe you. What we, we accept that we should believe you, but Rabbi accepted that we don't accept a bit, we, we won't convene a betin on this. And we won't allow the girl to marry a Kohen. The Kohanim listens to us to go to stay away, but they don't come close. Kohanim are always strict about themselves, and they won't allow this effect to get married. So that's we have a double contradiction. Not only Rabbi Shua, the strict rabbi in the Zinut case is being lenient in this case, but we also have Rabban Gamliel, who's the lenient rabbi in this new case, and he, in, in this case of, of the girl getting married, he's being strict, and he's not letting her get, not, saying the Kohanim won't, won't let them in. So how do you answer that contradiction? Okay. So therefore, he answer, Rav is going to answer the whole thing differently. Different than Abaya. Elama Rabbi Rabbi has a new answer. Rabbi Gamaliel Kasha Hatam Bari Hatam Shema. Don't ask the question, Rabbi Gamaliel, the lenient and the rabbi with the, who became strict. That's different. Hatam over there, Bari. The girl was sure over there that the guy was good. Haha, Shema. Here in our Mishnah, she's claiming maybe he was good. How does she know where the get was closer to? Right? It's different than I know the guy. Or I don't know, how does she know where the mother's get was closer to? And the strict rabbi by the Znut is not a question why he's lenient by the by the Why? In the Mishnah, there's only one safek if he's kosher or pasul. One safek is not enough. But by this case, there's two safeks. Right? Why the two safek? One safek is who's the mother of the, her husband, and the other is, what about her husband? Right? Okay. Now, that's an interesting question, how that becomes a, a, two svekot. Because... Um, Uh, they all ask on Rashi, how do you have two sekot? But we're not going to get involved in that right now. Right now, we're going to count that as two sekot. So Mara says, Hilkach, Rabban Gamliel, Alim Le'bari. Da'afilu Bechad Sveikot Nami Machshir. Therefore, according to Rabban Gamliel, uh, the body is better, that even one safek he even allows. V'kil Le'shema, 
and he's lenient by Hashem, so when there's a, a body, one safek is enough. When the girl's sure, even one safek is enough. And the Shema, he's lenient, that even a safek sveka, it's still possible because she doesn't know. And in Rishua, one safek is good. Right? One safek is so strong, the fact that having only one safek, even by Bari, it's possible. And having uvekila sveks, and a sveks is so lenient, Okay. Now, once we're talking about this case of Isa, with the Safek Chalal, we're going to clarify it. Tanu Rabban, here's the Brayta. Ezu Amanat Isa, what's the case of this argument in Rabban Gavir Yeshua? Kol she'en ba lo mishum mamzer, lo mishum netina. There's no question that he was a mamzer, he wasn't a mamzer, and he wasn't a netin. Lo mishum avdeh melachim. And he wasn't one of these uh, slaves of the, of the, of the kings. They wouldn't allow any of these cases. They only allow in a case where there's not one of these things. They can marry Kohen. Right? Anyone who got mixed in her, a safek of a halal. Because the Jews know who's a, who's a mamzer. And therefore, we're, we're not worried the kids are mamzer because everyone knows who the mamzerim are. Like we mentioned in Yevamot, mamzerim, everyone knows who they are. Right? Remember we said that a mamzer, it's good to announce who, who they are because otherwise they die. But, but it doesn't say that about halalim. Halal is not true. And therefore, a safek mamzer you could allow because if he's a mamzer, everyone knows about it. But safek halal we can't allow because not everyone knows who the halal is. Okay, let's, well, this is the brighter. Okay, says the Gemara, Amar Mor, you mentioned before, Ezhu. Almanatisa, what's an Almanatisa? Kol she'ema lo m'shum amzerev, lo m'shum netinut, lo m'shum amdeh malachim. Anyone who's not one of these things, if you, because if you're one of those things, then you're pasul even the kuna. Ha-chalal, but if it's a fek chalal, it's kosher. Ma'ishnahanach, why is that different? Because you're saying that if you're mamzer, that's deoraita. Netin is deoraita. But if you're halal, it's not deoraita. Halal nami deoraita. Halal is also deoraita. A halal can't marry kohen deoraita also. Why are we more lenient on halal than these things? That's question number one. The two, a second question. Remeir says, I heard that any of these people could marry a kohen. That's exactly what Tanakama said. Why? What, what is the difference between? Remeir and the Tanakhama. Why is Remeir piping up and saying, I heard all the, anyone who's not any of these things can marry a Kohen? That's what the, the Tanakhama said too. That's the second question we have. The two, and a third question, we're asking three different questions on this Brayta. It says, Everyone knows the Mamzim and we don't know the Chalim. Right? So that, that sounds like halal is worse than mamzer, because mamzer everyone knows, but halal nobody knows. But the, but the ratio of the brightest says that halal is kosher. So the whole brightest seems to be very, very funny. 
And therefore, Chalal is the right of a Kohen can't marry Chalal Midoraita. Right? Okay. Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan says, Mamzer Tzaveach v'chalal shotek ikabinayu. He says, the machloka between the Tanaim is in interesting cases. The, the, the cases are not all the same. It depends what happens when they call you Mamzer or they call you a chalal. When, the, when someone mentions, hey, this, you're a chalal. Now, if the guy yells and screams, that's a sign that he's not a chalal. If they call you mamzer and yell and scream, it's not, you're not. The fact that you're quiet when they call you that sounds like it leans towards saying that it's true. But now we're going to clarify the details. Tanakama savar kol pasul de karalavashatik pasul. Tanakama says, if they call you any pasul, halal or mamzer, and you're quiet, you're, that means you're pasul. Vahachikama, this is what Tanakama is saying. Ezu amonot isa, what's amonot isa? That we said that you're allowed to marry a Kohen. Remember, Yeshua said you're allowed to marry a Kohen. That's That's assuming that you're not, you weren't quiet when they called you, when they called her husband a Mamzer or Nid or Ebed or Chalal. Right? We know you said Chalal, but they didn't call, you weren't quiet when we called you that. And therefore, we assume you're kosher because you weren't quiet for any of these things. The Kamala says, Hanach, these three things, hu that's when we call you pasul, to marry. But he's disagreeing, and he's saying only these three, but not halal. Why not halal? Because if a guy's quiet, Ramea disagrees, and he says, if a guy's quiet, when they call you a halal, That's, it's only because it doesn't mess around with you. Why? Because the other three things, when we call you a mamzer, means you can't marry a regular Jewish girl, it messes with your marriage. When we call you a halal, you can marry anyone you want. Maybe your kids won't be kohanim, but you can marry anyone you want. It could be the guy who's quiet when they told him that, not because it's true, just because he doesn't care. And therefore, a marriage doesn't agree that being quiet when it comes to calling you a halal is a problem. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. Hold on, right? And one, because he's quiet, because he doesn't care, right? Good. According to Tanakama, according to Remeir, no, according to the Tanakama of Remeir, if we heard that a mayor allows when the guy's quiet. Lord not, not when we called you a halal and the guy was quiet. It's better when they call you mamzer and he's quiet. Why is that better? Why? Here when he's quiet, when they call you mamzer, he figured, you know why he's quiet? Because he's much, he, he's not worried about mamzer because he knows that everyone knows who the mamzerim are. And therefore, when you call me a mamzer, mamzer kale itla, I can be quiet. Everyone knows it doesn't work because you're the first guy ever called me mamzer. I can be quiet because the mamzer needs a call, needs a, 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 needs a rumor in order for it to work. Have a mamzer but a mamzer who yells, chalal v'shotek pasu, right? He's saying it's worse if, it's, if they yell at Mamzer. And a halal v'shotek is pasul. 
Right? Because over there, you have to be very careful. Because since there's no call, you have to be careful. And the, the reason why he's, the guy was quiet, he says, He's thinking, it's enough that they're not kicking me out of the cow. They're just calling me, if they're, if they're just calling me a halal, right? They're not saying I'm not out of Mary, and therefore, they're just saying I'm not out of Mary Kohen. And that's why he doesn't want to protest because he wants to, he's really, uh, he's really a mamzer. So you want to claim that if a guy calls you halal, the reason why you're being quiet is because it's really better for you. Let them call me a halal, I'm really a mamzer. Right? Okay. That's how we're ending it over here. Tani chada, Rabbi Yossi Yomer, shetuk mamzer kasher. Shetuk halal pasul. In one bright it says, Rabbi Yossi says, shetuk mamzer is kosher, and shetuk halal is pasul. That's what we said before. Right? V'tanyira, the other bright says, shetuk halal kasher, shetuk mamzer pasul. Okay, uh, really, Mechila, I have to run. I really should finish the Mishnah, but I want to do this again tomorrow, right before the Mishnah. Okay. Okay, we'll end over here. Baruch Adonai Amen, Amen.